All right. Welcome to another episode of Donley's Polyam Adventures. Filling my spirit with love till I overdose. My eyes closed. I'm in child's pose. But I smile though. Like five, four, three, one. A new vinyasa. Talking all my problems, all my chakras. So aligned. I'm so aligned. I'm so divine. All right. So, first of all, I want everybody to know that you're worth so much. You are worth so much. Even if nobody has told you that they cherish you, that they love you. I want you to know that you are worth so much and you have a purpose on this earth, whether you know it or not. I want you to understand that even when things are going bad in your life, you can literally change that around via your mindset. Learning to create a positive mindset and a positive outlook on things can really change your life altogether. Now, I remember... I did an episode before where my mentality changed my life. When I changed my mindset, my mindset changed my life. And I mean, that is honestly a true statement, like true talk, no lie. And I want y'all to understand that. But today I'm gonna go ahead and just give y'all a little bit of insight into my life. So first of all, if for those who don't know, my name is Don Lee. I go by D for short. Um, I've been through a lot of shit in my life, <laughs> a lot of shit in my life. Um, as time goes on through this podcast, I'm going to start disclosing a lot of things that has happened in my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and what I have learned from it, hoping that anybody who listens to this podcast will be able to take things from it as well. Now, I have a lot of lessons that I have run across in life, and I have a lot of blessings that I've run across in life. I'm not going to literally put it in chronological order, per se, but if you are a consistent listener to this podcast, you will eventually get in the full story from past to current, and then everything that is continuing on, which for right now, I can say the future, but at the moment, the presence, you know? Because I mean, yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, today is a gift, that's why it's called presence. And I'm just trying to go ahead and give a gift to everybody so that way, hopefully they can learn from the things that I've done rather than having to go through it themselves and deal with the issues that I have dealt with in the past, you know? But first of all, just like I said, I want everyone to know that they are worth so much, probably more than they even realize. And I first came to this realization when I first got diagnosed with depression. Now with it, those who don't know, I am a Marine veteran. I did two tours of Afghanistan. Uh, first tour was a cakewalk. Second one was, it was, it was different. It was difficult. It, I wouldn't say it was difficult. It was different. It was different. I mean, it was nothing new that things I haven't really dealt with besides like I am gang affiliated back in the day. Old is old, new is new. I'm new, so new, I am new, so we get the old. But I mean, there's things that I have learned from gangbanging that I still hold to me that actually brings 
a lot of things to the table where I am now as an adult. Now, just going down my little road of depression, um, I've seen death. I've taken lives. I've done things that I wish I did not do. I've done things that I'm happy I did do because of the fact that it has made me who I am now. It has taught me so much in my life as well. And with that, I am happy about it. But I also am sad at the fact that I have done things to tear families apart and whoop-de-woo, yada, yada, yada. So I'm going to say this twice during this podcast, and I think I'll probably start opening my podcast with this and ending it with it as well. So anybody who is looking for me, um, I do have a partner. Her name is Jade. You'll hear us on the Pillow Talk. You can find us on Instagram. Our name on there is polyam underscore impasse. That is P-O-L-Y-A-M underscore E-M-P-A-T-H-S. We're also on Twitter. That will be a capital D, lowercase, polyam, P-O-L-Y-A-M, underscore, A-D-V. If you want to find us, find me on Facebook, I am McNelly Daniels. So McNelly Donnelly, M-C-N-E-L-L-I-E-D-A-N-L-I. And... The YouTube is not up yet, but once it is, it's going to be Don Lee's Polyam Adventures, just like the podcast. Now, I have like, I think like maybe 12 more hours until I can finally start putting things on there. So that way you can actually see the video of when I'm doing these podcasts and other little miscellaneous things that me and Jade do. I mean, from time to time, we might go live on there and just be cutting the fuck up. Stay tuned for that shit. It is fucking hilarious. Just our energy alone. And then in time, we might even bring in our counterparts <laughs> if anybody who follows me on instagram i posted something up there where i was like my girlfriend's husband is my girlfriend's boyfriend blew so many people's mind they were like what i was like if you don't if you know you know let me just put it like that if you know you know but <clears throat> getting deep into some shit first thing i want to talk about is depression a lot of people think of depression as in Something that a person wills themselves into. It's not necessarily that. It's not that at all. I, there's been many times where I'm over here fighting spirals. Like I first got diagnosed with depression in 2015, right before my divorce. Um, I got diagnosed with depression and PTSD in 2015, as well as anxiety. And me personally, I didn't even really think anything of it. Until my gunnery sergeant told me, it was like, hey, bro, you're showing a lot of signs of PTSD. I was like, the fuck you mean? And he told me, it'd be who of me to go get looked at. So I do that. And boom, come to find out, they end up diagnosing me with um, PTSD, depression, anxiety. Shortly after that, um, start going through a divorce. Things start going real downhill for me and all that. And that caused my depression to get even worse. I end up getting out of the Marine Corps. Um, I was damn near like, pretty much homeless. Like I was paying for a room that I was staying at on the other side of the water, but I was working on the other side of the water. So it was really not cost efficient for me to be going home every day, you know? And 
that was an, that was an issue for me. So I was pretty much, I guess you can say, couch surfing for a little bit for about a good year and a half until <clears throat> I decided to start working on getting my business set up. And things started getting a lot better for me. Slowly but surely at that time, I had ended up throwing a birthday party for myself, which I pretty much bought out the club, uh, did open bottle service for all the people who I invited over. And everybody thought like, yeah, happy birthday. It's a good celebration. Little did they know I was celebrating life. I was celebrating the fact that within the last year, I had tried to take my own life probably around four times. And I had two times where I should have died and I didn't. And it wasn't necessarily me trying to take my life, but it was crazy. I mean, I had totaled my vehicle on the side of the road, ran off the highway, took out a light pole that was there, sniped into a tree. One of the branches in the tree went through my windshield, literally stopped about two inches from my head. What woke me up was the airbag deploying. Well, actually, the airbag deployed when I hit this light pole. And that's when I was like, what the fuck? Light pole hit on top of the car, slammed down off the highway into the car, um, into a tree. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Boom, got out. Got out the car, walked up to the um, main highway. There was two cars on the side. They're like, oh my God, are you okay? Me personally, I was just like, uh, shake all my limbs. I didn't hear any <sighs> bones like grinding together. So I was like, yeah, I good. Because at that time, I was like, if I was still in shock, I wouldn't really feel anything because the way that adrenaline was pumping and all that. I've, I'm, I'm real familiar with all that shit. Um, so all that was good. And then eventually they ended up taking me to the hospital. They're like, were you trying? They were like, yo, like, be honest. Were you trying to off yourself? I was like, nah, nah, what? And then they ended up telling me, they were like, yo, you should have died. They were like, you should have died twice that night. That was what I mean. They were like, the tree branch that went through your car impaled right beside your head. That could have went straight through your head instant death. I was like, oh, wow. Well, I made it. They're like, then when you walked up, up to the highway, you walked over the live wires, you should have been electrocuted. Don't know how the fuck you managed to avoid that. I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm still here. If I was trying to kill myself, failed miserably. But anywho, the thing that kills me the most with depression is for me, every time that I'm sitting there trying to find positive things to think about. It's like, no matter what positivity you find, there's always a negative that follows it. I can sit there and make rain and rainbows sound like the most oppressing thing in the world. Like I can make the sunshine feel like death. I can sit here and have people tell me how amazing and great I am. And I will still sit here and find every imperfection about myself. So it caused myself to run down into a level of where I don't even feel like getting out of the bed to where I'm in bed wrapped around. Like there was a time where I had one of my old roommates back in the day when I was over in Bremerton and he walked, he opened the door to say something. He opened the door. and was like, bruh, it feels like depression in here. And I just looked at him and was like, I don't know what to say. Now with it, I am a big empath. I did not learn how to really differentiate and harness these things until later on when I got with Jade. And she has taught me a lot in my life, a lot about me as well. Like this woman is amazing. For all y'all motherfuckers who slept on her before, thank y'all. Because if y'all didn't, 
I wouldn't be with her right now. Like y'all have missed the fuck out. And I thank y'all for that. Cause what they say, one man's trash, another man's treasure. And I mean, I'm sorry, but I treasure the fuck out this woman. Um, anyway, let me stop being all mushy and get back onto my little topic here. Your self-worth. I feel like a lot of people don't know their self-worth. A lot of people have not learned to fully love themselves. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. And I mean, it is a work in progress and nobody really can teach you how to love yourself. It's definitely a process and a, something that you have to do yourself, that you have to really go through and start to find out for yourself because nobody can tell you what you like, what you don't like. I mean, they can tell you that stuff, but nobody can force you to literally feel that way, you know? I want everyone real quick who's listening to this podcast just to take a second, sit there and just think like, okay, what are my hobbies? What is my favorite color? What do I like about that color that makes it my favorite color? Why do I enjoy my hobbies? What is it about these hobbies that keeps me wanting to continue doing it, that keeps me so occupied for so long to where I can go hours on hours doing this out of excitement? What is it about myself that I love? Whether that is just your sense of style, the way that you think. We need to learn to love ourselves. We need to learn to love ourselves. Because if you don't love yourself, you're never really going to be able to find your self-worth. And without that self-worth, I mean, you're going to fall for a lot of shit. Anybody can come up to you and tell you, like, tell you anything. And then you gonna, if you take that for exactly what they say, you're going to mess around, catch yourself up in some shit that you really don't even want to be in. That's going to cause you more drama issues and bad mind things in the long run. So self-worth is crucial. With that self-worth, I'm like, recognize what your gifts are. Because I'm like, you probably have gifts that you haven't even uncovered or realized that you have yet. Like when I was younger, (laughs) my mom always used to tell me, because I used to sit there and even to this day, I still do this. I would sit there and I would see shadows from the corner of my eye and I would look and it's like the shit would slowly fade. My mom always used to tell me, it was like, boy, you seeing demons. I was like, how am I seeing demons? They never tried to hurt me. As I got older and started really tapping into the spiritual side of the world, started learning. I was like, dang, am I, I'm like, am I really seeing demons? What if I'm just seeing spirits? What if, what if, what if I'm like a medium or something? Like, granted, I'm not saying I am, but what if these things, these, these, these shadows that I'm seeing are trying to show me or tell me something like embrace that. Don't always just try and block things out because of what other people are telling you. Learn to embrace your gifts. Don't try and put it on a back burner because somebody's telling you, trying to downgrade what is happening with you, trying to downplay what is happening with you or what it is that you are experiencing. We let people take too much power into our lives, even when it comes to relationships. A lot of people will end up really liking someone based off their personality and the time that they spend together, but they won't end up wanting to be with that person due to the fact that the social status of the individual is not where they want to be. It is not, the person's not 
cute enough or not enough people are attracted to them, chasing after them. What am I really going to get with this person? Is everybody going to be looking at me like, oh, why are you with this person? Nah, put that stuff into the back burner, bruh. If you love someone, love them wholeheartedly, unconditionally. If you have some gifts, embrace that shit. You love to draw, draw. You wanna, you love to rap and you fucking suck at it. Do it anyway, because in time you're gonna get better. You like making beats, make those beats, no matter if people keep telling you that you fucking suck. Hey, it's making you happy, right? Then make yourself fucking happy. Don't worry about what the fuck everybody else is saying. Fuck them. Yeah, I said it. Fuck them. Embrace your fucking gifts. Embrace your talents. Embrace the things that you love. For those things make you happy. And making yourself happy is the first thing you want to focus on. Because making yourself happy will help you grow and love yourself altogether. Now, with that, in order to love somebody else, you must first love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you're going to literally be codependent trying to please another individual to make yourself happy. But if you cannot please that other individual, you're going to be killing yourself mentally, possibly physically. Because the fact that you're not happy because you feel that you're a failure for not being able to provide for the other person what they feel what they want or what they need when they might not even know what it is that they want or what they need. That was how I was with my ex-wife. Me and this woman were dating. Everything was amazing. We went, I took her horseback riding, ATV riding. We went around the island. We did a whole lot of things, movies, all that. After my first deployment, I ended up proposing. We get married. I end up going to my second tour. I come back. Shit drastically gradually went downhill come to find out this woman didn't even know herself you ask her what her favorite color is she had to sit there and think about it for a minute i think the only thing she learned was her favorite flower and that was because we were in washington state she learned about the tulip festival thing that happens up north and she went there one time and was like oh they're so beautiful i love tulips i'm like the things that we had did when we were dating i asked her i'm like yeah why don't we do this she's like, i don't really like that well, we did it before. Oh, I did that because you enjoyed it. Okay, well, what do you enjoy doing? Well, um, I don't really know. The fudge you mean you don't really know? Like, okay, well, what's your favorite food? Hmm. I don't know. And then you try and tell the person, well, let's do this. Let's do this. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't like that. Oh, okay. Well, shit, when's the last time you tried it? I've never done it. Now, how do you know you don't like it? I just don't. But then, of course... After we divorce, all of a sudden, all the shit you said you didn't like, you start doing with other people and find out you do fucking like it. But anyway, we're not going to go down that memory road real quick. So yeah, anybody who knows me and knows who the fuck I'm talking about, I'm going to shine some light into the shit that has happened because a lot of people think I was the bad person because I didn't say shit about what really happened. You know how they always say there's your side, their side, and the truth? Because of the fact that I didn't say shit... All they heard was that person's side. And as time goes on, you're going to hear stories a lot about the type of shit that happens. Like, for example, the podcast that I had before, why that podcast is no more. Me, personally, I'm still confused on why I don't work with that person anymore. But I do know a lot more, and the person has showed a lot about themselves. But anyway, moving on to different things. We're seeing positive here. We're keeping that positivity levels up. We're raising our vibrations, just like Wondrell says. Let me tell you this real quick. It's not your responsibility to be a people healer. 
For example, Mike's wife, Christina, like I just told y'all. I was doing so much trying to make her happy. I mean, I was paying the bills. I was cleaning the house. I was literally a... I, was, I wasn't even a stay-at-home, but I was doing everything, the male and the female parts. I was grocery shopping. Uh, only thing I didn't do for her was pick her fucking clothes out. At one point, I pretty much did because I had to teach her what the fuck style was because she only wore t-shirts and jeans and pants, like t-shirts, jeans, and fucking sneakers. Helped her with the style. I'm like, I was taking her on dates. I'm like, it got to the point where it was like, it felt like I never once got a thank you either. Never once got a thank you. I'm always the one planning date nights and all that stuff, which back at the time, I was like, we're married. Okay, cool. I mean, eventually the sex start falling off. It's like, okay, whatever. I'm still doing all these things. And eventually it's like, okay, I'm putting all my energy into another person. And the other person's not giving any energy back to me. So it's like, I'm the battery being drained by the remote. Giving you all this so you can do all these different things. But I'm not getting anything back. So that leaves me drained. And then, of course, you're going to leave and find some more battery, find a new find a new battery to continue charging you. I have a another relationship after my marriage was my best friend of like 10 years. Got when we finally did move in together, I started seeing a lot of things because there was always issues about her. There was always something up with her. Oh, this person did this and this person did this. And what was me and da, 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 da. And then you start when we started living together, I started realizing, I was like, yo, you're doing a lot of shit. And then the consequences and repercussions are coming to you. And you're doing the whole victimizing, woe is me. Why is this happening to me when you're causing all these things? I was sitting here, I was pulling in about $1,000 a fucking week. She transferred her job over from Connecticut and was only making 500 every two weeks, $1,000 a month. I'd come home, she'd have a bunch of weed and alcohol, and there'd be enough groceries in the in the in the um refrigerator to last for the week. If I want to sit there and watch something with her, she's already seen it because she's been home all the time. Now, granted, this woman has a master's in sociology, social work, and she asked me before, hey, download this app, help me study. What I do, I download the app, help her study while I'm doing, while I'm gone majority of the fucking time throughout the week. I was a salesman at the time and also working electrical. I've, I've always been a real busy man. Um, So with that, there'll be random, I would come home random times. I would quiz her on that and be like, yo, da-da-da-da-da. And she'd be like, what? And I'd be like, it's off the app. And then she would end up spazzing out on me like, oh, you're telling me I'm not studying it. I'm like, no, I'm doing what you told, what you asked of me because I want you to succeed. And I'm trying to show you that I want you to succeed by doing what I can to help you succeed. But of course, it turns into I'm the bad person. I mean, it was even bad enough to where I sit there and she's yelling at me. I don't say shit. So then she would start putting words in my mouth and argue with herself. For example, let me show you this. Okay, D, why the fuck da 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 I sit there and I don't say shit. She'll go, well, da 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 Well, damn, well, da 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 And literally, it would, she would yell something to herself, respond to what she yelled at herself, and keep it going. And I'm sitting there just like, this bitch crazy, for real. 
nah, bye bye, miss me with that shit. <laughs> but I was literally doing everything. I even had a uh, homegirl who I introduced to this to this girl. Her name is nah, fucking. I don't give a fuck. Her name is Jenny, and she Jenny had told this girl was like was boasting about it like yeah he pays all the bills and he's got the uh got me a car and da 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 uh I don't really have to do anything and I'm like I find this out like about a year after we break up I'm like yo what the fuck like you were so happy with not doing shit while I'm over here doing all this to try and elevate ourselves I'm following my goals but you want to sit here and get mad at me for trying to do as much as I can to accomplish the goal so that way we don't have to struggle no more, you know? Hmm. Draining me. The fuck. Draining me. Why? Why the fuck you draining me? Then I end up running across this other girl, Caitlin. For years, like, I was telling her. It started off with just a fling. She ended up liking that fling and decided to stay around. I don't know. The girls then told, told me plenty of times. They were like, yo, you be trying to make bitches fall in love. I'm like, I really don't. What do you mean? They're like, you got a good dick. I'm like, oh, do I really? Okay. Back then, my self-esteem was real. I was like, you just talking shit. You're going to leave like everybody else once you find something that you feel is better. Cool. Zitta, 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 zitta. Koryare sakunai daijobu, no? Um, but in this gal, Caitlin, met her on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> We smashed. And then we smashed again. A couple weeks later, we smashed again. A couple weeks later, we smashed again. Then it turns into a long story short on that one. She wants to do boyfriend-girlfriend things, but she doesn't want the title of boyfriend-girlfriend. And this goes on for like two years. And I'm like, look, I really like you. I was like, I want to be with you. So what's up? And she's like, well, I don't want titles. Okay, cool. But then yet you get mad at me every time that you see me with another gal and cause a big ass scene. And it's like, but we're not together. And you made it known that we're not together. I am here for when it's convenience for you. So what the fuck are you getting mad at me for? That's when I started really transitioning into how I am now where I'm like, okay, cool. I will give you as much energy, energy as you give me. I won't do for anybody anything that they won't do for my do for do for me as well. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, oh you're a hundred dollars shorts on da da da. Yeah, let me give you that. But you would never do the same shit for me. Nah, fuck that shit. But I got stories for days, lessons for days. I've done a lot of stupid shit that I thought was okay at the time. And when I say stupid shit, I'm not talking about like. Stupid shit that would get me arrested. Okay, I have done a lot of stupid shit that could, but I'm not going to speak on that shit because that is evidence. But yes, plausible deniability because if y'all don't know, you can't say that, you know. Um, Going back on to this, Caitlin, yeah. For like two years. And then even Jade right now doesn't even like her due to the fact that shit that she did. There was one time, so like when me and Jade came out that were polyamorous, there was one time Caitlyn ended up popping up this club that we were at. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? And she was like, yeah, uh, Snapchat said you were here. Why I don't have my locations on anymore. So anybody listening to this shit, turn your location off on Snapchats anywhere that you have that shit on. Because if somebody want to find you, they can find you like that. If they have you as a friend or anything like that. Okay, so peep game. Now, with it. 
she ended up popping up in there and she's going off, like asking my friends, oh, who do you think he likes more, me or her? And then going up to Jade and like, hey, sister wife and all that shit. At that time, Jade was about, went into the bathroom, braided her hair up, came out, so was about to whoop this girl's ass. My big Trini sis, big up yourself, little Hafiza, stopped Jade from whooping this girl's ass up and down the fucking block. And I was a little intoxicated, so I was just like, mm, mm, okay. But yeah, it's crazy, bro. Don't put all so much time and energy into trying to heal someone. Especially if they don't want to be healed. Because there's a lot of people out here who literally just want something to make themselves feel better, but they don't want to heal. They don't want to get over the pain that they had been in throughout their lives or throughout that time. There are people who want to always be the victim. Oftentimes, they just want someone to listen to them. They don't want they don't want a solution to their problems. They don't want to hear what the fuck they're doing wrong. They just want someone to talk to, to vent to about the shit that's going wrong in their life. That right there would be like a toxic best friend. Get rid of those motherfuckers if you can. Get rid of those motherfuckers if you can. I tell you that right now. Now with it, those toxic best friends those are the motherfuckers that are just woe is me, woe is me, woe is me all the fucking time. But they never tell you what it is that they're fucking doing wrong. Crazy, yeah? Keep your ear out closely for that. For anybody who wants to just waste your energy and your time by constantly telling you how everything's going wrong in their life, but they don't want to hear solutions for it. My thing to that is... If you tell me something that's going wrong, next time I talk to you, tell me how it's been fixed, how it's going right now. All right. So continuing on to what I was saying. Some people want to just vent. They just want to get things off their chest. They are not seeking any type of solution. They're not looking to make things better. They just want to do the whole woe is me. There's some people who are seeking advice. Unlike those toxic best friends, those toxic friends. Those who are just seeking advice. I mean, like I said, not that long ago. If I listen to what it is that you're saying and it's an issue, next time I talk to you, I don't want to hear about that same issue. I want to hear about how it's you came up with a solution, how it's different, how it's better, you know? Now, with it, my mom told me, you should never want something for somebody more than they want it for themselves. With that, think about it. Just take a second. I'm going to say that again. You should never want something for somebody more than they want it for themselves. You should not be doing so much for anybody else more than they want to do it for themselves. Let me give you an example on that. I used to have an old roommate. This small cunt, we got a place together. He was working Burger King. Don't matter. A job is a job. Job stands for just over broke. He's still doing what you need to do. And two weeks into us having this apartment, got approved, everything we live in, we good. He quits his job. Now he's jobless. No income coming in. 
Ask him, what the fuck? Why? He says because he had back child support and they are taking his check. I'm like, okay, so instead of you having your check taken, which makes sense on why you don't have money, you decide to quit working so that way they don't take the check, which you don't have a check coming, which means that you're also still going to be behind on child support. In my mind, I was like, that makes no fucking sense. But I mean, I'm sure there's people out there, probably the fuck boys and girls, who it makes sense to. This mother cunt, I had to deal with him for a whole year where he was not working. He ended up moving in a girl and her child into his room with him while I'm paying all the bills and buying groceries shit because I'm like, it's still my place. Now, the thing that sucked was his name was on the lease as well. I couldn't just kick him out. Mm, if you ever do let somebody stay with you, don't put their name on the list. Don't, 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 don't do no, don't do no stupid shit like that. I was young. I was dumb. I was real stupid. I didn't learn how all these things work, you know, at that time. I'm like, I was wasting my time, money, efforts, and sanity with this mother cunt. And it would be so bad that I would come home from work, go straight to my room, lock myself in my room. I felt like I was a guest in my own house. He'd be over here trying to throw parties and shit. And I'm like, you understand? Like, you don't pay rents. You don't buy groceries. You don't do shit. I'm like, the only reason you have this girl in here is because she gets a constant check every month from the VA, which come to find out it was probably like only $800, $900. Wasn't even, it was enough to cover his side of the rent, but he would never really pay his rent anyway. Like, it was always late. Um, I ended up being able to cancel the lease and all that stuff, but he ended up causing me like $3,000 worth of damages because he would smoke in his room and all that shit. And I was still in the military at the time. I couldn't do all that. I remember one time I ended up going to work smelling like weed because the mother come was smoking in the house. And they was questioning me. It was like, oh, hmm, random piss test. How fucking random is it? Bullshit. Of course, I passed. Duh. But yeah. I was literally there draining myself, <laughs> trying to help another person. And back in the day, I've done that plenty of times. I mean, I was attracting a lot of Jezebels. Anybody who doesn't know what a Jezebel spirit is, Look that shit up. Look that shit up. I allowed myself to be used by others on many different occasions because of the fact that I didn't have my own self-worth. I felt that I was I was I was so confused on who I was. I did not understand who I was. I didn't really even love myself. I was finding other ways to make myself feel loved rather than actually making myself happy. All because I was, I guess you could say a people pleaser at that time. I was so down that I was doing pretty much anything I could to make myself fill up. And then I end up running across Jade. We would go out. She slowly helped me realize and remember who the fuck I am, where I come from, what I've done, learn from the things that I've done. Teach me more, taught me more about myself. And even to this day, I'm still learning, teaching myself things about myself. While at the same time, I'm doing all this through my kids. I started taking myself on dates to restaurants and um, in America, da, 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 raves, parties. By myself, not even going looking for anything. I wasn't going there hunting, looking for pussy or nothing like that. I was going there to enjoy the moment. 
like music festivals is my shit. I can go there and just get lost in the rhythm, get lost in the music. Even to this day, I still enjoy doing that. That is one of my releases. Another one of my releases, which has been a release for me since I was young, uh, when I first started learning how to fight. Even to this day, I love fighting, like the art of martial arts, the art of fighting. That is my shit. Personally, this year, I want to take at least two fights, but I got to wait for my shoulder to get better. I'm standing currently pending possible surgery. I got an MRI that they got to do, and then based off of the results there, they're going to tell me whether I get surgery or not. Um, oh, my fucking God. This shit fucking sucks. <laughs> Barely can move my goddamn shoulder. I slowly started to learn to love myself, trust myself, and the compliments that Jade was always giving me. I mean, before I used to blow that shit in one ear out the other, it was like, mm. Eh, don't give a fuck. I was like, you're lying, whatever. We're together. You're supposed to say that shit. Um, but in time, I actually started to believe it. I started to tell myself, too, like, you are handsome. I mean, I get approached often. I be catching girls checking me out often. And before, like, before I turned 30, I didn't, I did not pay attention to that. I was just so focused on the future. I was just like, all right, what am I going to do? What's this? Da, da, da. I never really stopped to smell the roses, I guess you can call it. When I turned 30 years old, I swear, it was like my eyes opened. I under, I saw everything. Girl checking me out, I'm like, I see you. And she's like, oh my God, what? I'm like, I see you looking at me. What's up? How you doing? And they're just like, oh, hi. Da, da, da. Conversation sparks. Like, it was crazy. I swear, when I turned dirty, 30, I was dirty than a motherfucker. Oh, um, but anyway. <laughs> Anybody who is listening to this, I definitely recommend, like, writing affirmations to yourself in the morning. Get a little journal and just write about the things, good things that have happened to your day. And if anything bad did happen, I definitely want to say, write it down. And then write it down what you could have done differently. Write down what you learned from that experience. Because all these things are going to be things to make you better. Everything that you go and go through in life, you can turn into a positive thing, something to learn from. Everyone who enters your life is a lesson or a blessing. Now, I have had plenty fucking lessons, very few blessings, but the blessings that I have had, they're still with me today. So just take a moment right now to think about the good things that have happened in your life. Matter of fact, that's too much to think about. Think about the good things that have happened in your day today. And if you're listening to this podcast in the morning, think about all the good things that are going to happen in your fucking day today. Any negative things that happen, just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for teaching me this lesson that I so desire, that I so desperately needed. Don't get upset about it when you think about it again. Just be thankful that you made it through and you're still alive and nothing drastic has come from it. I mean, I've hit the lows of lows in my life. And from that point on, every time something happens, I look at it and I'm like, you know what? It could have been worse. I could be worse. When you start doing things like that, yo, when you change your mindset, your mindset's going to change your motherfucking life. True talk, no lie. Get on it. Get on it. This is an episode of Donnelly's Polyam Adventures. 
Thank you for staying tuned. Next week, I'm going to do another Pillow Talk with Jade. So stay tuned for that if you want to listen to us cut the fuck up and hit some deep conversations while at the same time being comical about it. Now, anybody who, again, wants to know what my handles are and all that shit, my Facebook is going to be McNelly Donnelly. My IG is polyam underscore impulse. Twitter is D underscore polyam underscore ADV. And YouTube is going to be Donnelly's Polyam Adventure, just like the podcast. Stay tuned next week for another episode. Yeah.